Hello, hello. My name is April Malone, and I'm with Yes, I Work From Home, and this is the podcast. Today, I have Nicole Eichinger with me. Nicole, did I say it right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nicole's a registered dietitian, and she's been working from home for several years now, and um, looks like you have a little bit of a variety in your past as far as what you've done as, um, as a registered dietitian. It looks like you've worked in pediatrics and then a few other things. Nicole, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself and let us know what you're up to now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hi, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm Nicole. Like she said, I'm a registered dietitian and I have been one for about 13 years uh, now. I, like you said, I started my career actually as a neonatal um, ICU uh, oh. dietitian where I grew babies for a living. Um, that's kind of, it was so fun. It was my most rewarding job for yeah. sure. Um, then I ended up having my own babies and working 60 hour weeks was kind of unrealistic. Mm -hmm. So I, the only part-time job I could find was in dialysis. And I saw a part of the healthcare system that I didn't appreciate. Mm. Um, it was very money driven and kind of left, left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, in addition to um, at that time, after having my kiddos, I had a lot of my own health struggles. And it was, I was not getting the, the help and guidance I was needing from my doctor. So I kind of just took my health into my own hands and realized that this is something that many other um, people can do as well. And so I started my own business, uh, Nutrition's My Life, and um, have been helping women now um, who are just exhausted and just not feeling like themselves. And I teach them how to um, get food as, as medicine into their body, how to trust food again, how to have a better relationship uh, with food and how to actually repair the body, finding that root cause and get to the bottom of what's going on instead of this just band-aid fix that many, many people just are, <laughs> are doing, you know, like, oh, let me just do keto or let me try to cut the calories or let me just take this medicine. And it just ends up, you know, kind of driving them into a, a worse place. And so I kind of help them crawl out of their, their dark time and kind of be empowered again to take back control of their life. Awesome. This is good stuff. And it sounds as though you specialize working with professional, professional women or just professionals. Um, it tends to be just women. I do have like four or five uh, gentlemen, but I have uh, nurses, physical therapists, occupational therapists. I had a couple doctors. I mm -hmm. had um, counselors, like uh, uh, psychotherapists. I have lots of teachers or uh, mm -hmm. lots and lots of teachers. So yeah, yeah I tend to um, get the hardworking, <laughs> not that anyone else isn't hardworking, but that's right. just kind of you know, the, the people that are just a little bit extra stressed. And then I, of course, have the, the, the moms, you know, tons and tons of moms, uh, because mm -hmm. that's a huge, huge trauma to our bodies. A lot of times oh, yeah. is birth. Um, and then we have the, okay, now I have, this is my life now taking care of all these, you know, these kids and mm -hmm. juggling, you know, like finding my own identity, you know, throughout this like mom stage. And so a lot, you know, I definitely say like a stay at home mom is a working mom. Right. So, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we have, I have, the, I have the gamut <laughs> of, of professionals. Oh, I hear you. Um, my body definitely took a toll, um, in lots of different ways. And, you know, people talk about their hair falling out and, you know, things that are caused from stress and also, you know, probably just hormonal, uh, imbalances and things that happen after you've grown a baby in your body. It's, um, hard stuff. What about, um, it says here that you have a podcast as well. Yes, yes, I have. It's the Nutrition's My Life podcast. And that's something I started, gosh, it's been almost about two years, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, actually. I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> how <laughs> um, many episodes do you have? Uh, 65 was just recorded yesterday. Um, and it's been it's been fantastic. And honestly, since um, since I partnered up with GoSite and then started doing TikToks, uh, that my podcast has just been tripled. Actually, last month it tripled the the uh, listeners um, oh, themselves. Wow. Yeah, wow. it just like blew up. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Honestly, it was my go site got me to a better place for people to find me, and then TikTok. Um, I'm just for some reason it just it's working fantastic. Who knew? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I've heard through the rumor mill that that's the place to be right now. I maybe have an account, but I 
don't think I've ever tried it yet. So yeah. And it's, I've only been like maybe a month and a half into TikTok okay. and the, like the last maybe 10 clients of mine have been from TikTok. Wow. Be like, yeah. It's like my mom, the, the crazy part too, is how many parents like 60, 70 year old parents are like telling their 30, 40 year old um, children about me, you know, from TikTok. And I've wow. gotten a lot of referrals that way as well. So it's just weird that like <laughs> who I'm reaching, you know, <laughs> who knew that's so cool. <laughs> Now, you are seeing clients and you're working from home. Tell us how that works. What does that look like for you? Well, um, sometimes it's like what I'm doing right now, sitting on a floor in my son's bedroom <laughs> because my husband now with COVID is working from home, right? Right. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. So it's just, it's a, it's a balance. So what I've learned that I need to do is I chunk out time for myself in the morning because um, anxiety is, um, one of those nasty gremlins that's been with me almost my whole life. Um, and so I have half a thyroid and so I have to be very careful with, with my stress levels. And so I take some time for myself in the morning. And then what I end up doing from there is, um, I'll see my clients from, um, anywhere from 7am cause I am at 5.30am wake her upper. <laughs> wow. Well, that works for you if you're on the um, West Coast, because then you can still see your clients at a normal yeah. hour on the East Coast. Yeah, it's been great. Um, so I wake up early, have my time for myself. And then from seven to 11, I'll see clients. Then uh, my kids are in school three hours um, in person. So oh. depending on if I, I mean, I, the seven to 11 schedule in the morning um, is also a lot of juggling okay, checking in on my first grader, checking in on my third grader, they're coming to me with questions, mom, is, did I do this right? Or how do you like, I just got right before I recorded this mom, how do I spell 70? You know, and <laughs> when so, you say yeah. they're in person, do you mean that they literally physically go to school? Or are they doing online school? Both? They're in a hybrid. Okay. Um, so they do part online and part in person. So only three hours a day in person. Mm -hmm. And then you have to um, shuttle them to school or is there bus yep. service for them? Nope. nope I, that's me. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I take them to school. Then I have like two and a half hours basically to, so I'll see clients then, or mm -hmm. I will be working on a blog or I record my podcast right. or I'm sending emails or I'm helping, you know, my clients, you know, I give them the opportunity to, to email me mm -hmm. in between sessions as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like to leave people high and dry. I, I want right. to be there to support them. That's awesome. Yeah, we have our kids in online uh, school and it's mm -hmm. in and out of meetings all day long. And we have our Echo Dot is mm -hmm. like every, you know, 45 minutes is like, you know, you have a class in two minutes <laughs> and, or so-and-so has a class in five minutes and it tries to give them that, you know, lead time to get into their classes. But um I'm telling you, it's a full-time job, even just coordinating that. Like, I oh, yeah. literally thought that I would have more time during the day, and I had to change my work schedule. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I could basically just help my kids while they are supposed to be taking classes with their teachers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and their teachers are basically being asked to do the impossible and not only manage a classroom full of children, but also the online students. And so there's a mm -hmm. lot of different variations of hybrid. So I always have to ask for clarification. Like, what does hybrid mean for you? It mm -hmm. could be like every other day or three days on, two days off, or, or you know, like my teacher or my kids' teachers both at the same time. It's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but it leaves a lot on us. So like my okay. kindergartner is only in class for 30 minutes a day. <laughs> and then she's just like, all over the place, you know, she's learning, she's watching the videos that the teachers assigned, we're doing like worksheets, but basically everything falls on me, like <laughs> my teacher, um, or her teacher basically takes her for 30 minutes, and that was like when I got my shower today, and so I put my shirt on backwards, I mean, it's that kind of day, <laughs> it's still no, on backwards. We... It's all right. It's all right. It happens. I mean, we ended up having to switch schools um, mm -hmm. after because of COVID because my kids were in a dual language program. So they were, um, it was actually my son who was in kindergarten last year um, was 90% Spanish and only 10% English. And mm -hmm. my husband's the Colombian. I'm not. I, I took a little bit of Spanish in my middle school and high school, but I, it's, no, it's not there. So I, yeah. So I was just, when COVID, when the pandemic lockdown all really just came in, that's where mm -hmm. um, it was just, it was 
overwhelming. I was just crying a lot <laughs> and having like trying to be like, I, I don't want to be mean mom, but like you have to try to take responsibility for some of your things. You know, mm -hmm. I can't keep track of all of this and my right. business and the house and, yeah. you know, my mental right. health. So we ended up moving um, to a different town. So that way we could have more space. Um, mm -hmm. That way the kids could have a backyard because we were right. in an apartment at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we've done a whole crazy, I even found a desk recently on the, the side of the, the, um, the curb. I'm like, it's a cool old fashioned, like one that has like the, I don't know, it's just a really cool old desk. So I'm refinishing that and I'm going to make my office in the garage. So, you know, we're doing what we have to do. You yeah. know, I guess my motto lately is I'm doing the best I can with what I have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And desks actually have been really hard to find this year because so many people are working from home or doing school from home. Like they've been sold out like everywhere. Oh, yeah. So if you yeah. found one on the side of the road, that's like a miracle. Oh, yeah. No, it was like the old writing desk, you know, oh, with fun. the old cool, like old fashioned key. And it's just really a cool. I'm like, this is a great find. I looked up online. It's like sixteen hundred dollars. I'm like, are you sure they were trying to like sell it? <laughs> no, they just were giving it away. They, I got it for free. It was fantastic. Wow. <laughs> we got a Christmas tree off the side of the road, and that's what we're using every month. Our um, our neighborhood has like a trash, a bulk trash pickup, uh -huh. and I had gotten our minivan the day before, and we had three kids across the back seat of a Toyota Corolla for several years, and then we finally got the minivan, and like the next day. I drove by and there was a fully decorated Christmas tree on the side of the road, <laughs> like with lights on it and um, bulbs, like all over the whole thing. Like they had just basically taken it out of the living room and set it on the curb. Um, and it was kind of a narrow profile Christmas tree. And I was like, you know what? Our new house is so small. We can't handle the big, huge one that our other neighbors had given us. We don't buy trees. We just use other people's trees, apparently. <laughs> Um, and I just opened up my trunk and it just shoved the whole thing in and it was off, off we right? go. Yeah. Oh, I'm all do. about the, you know, <laughs> those finds and just reusing things and finding ways to make it your own. And that's, that's what this project, I've actually, I have a bench now in the backyard that I did the same. I, it was, I, on Facebook, there's a, um, buy nothing groups. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I, you swap things all the time. You can, I got, I get clothes and it's just, it's amazing. You know, like all these I need free to find those are, groups. <laughs> Yeah, and it's for your neighborhood, so there's neighborhood specific. Nice. Um, so yeah, buy nothing. It's amazing. I've been using it for look, years now. Um, and so I ended up getting a bench recently. But the cool part is the reason why I mentioned it in this is that I strongly, strongly believe that if you're working from home, we need to have some separation of work and your, you know, home life mm -hmm. and. Part of that home life needs to be something stress reduction. Um, and I'm a big, big fan of projects because they have an end result. So that way you can get that gratification, that self-satisfaction and like that feel good that you were desperately needing right now mm -hmm. in this time of a lot of heaviness. And so those projects for me are part of what's keeping me sane so I can run my business and do everything that I need right. to do. And stress reduction is going to look different for everybody. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so, something that, that lights me up. I love manual labor. And so that's one of those things that I'm hopefully will, um, I'm looking for a, a virtual assistant so that way I can use, like have them do some of that busy work for me to open up some of my time so I can do mm -hmm. more stress reduction um, mm -hmm. stuff to actually help balance my life out a little bit better. Right. I um, actually just this week uh, talked with an old coworker uh, from when I was a transcriptionist and I was like, so... I have been transcribing my own podcast transcripts and, you know, we talk for 45 minutes, sometimes an hour the other day. I think my last one was an hour and 10 minutes. And I really, really value having that transcript for not only like the, um, uh, the hearing impaired who might want to, you know, just read the transcript, but also for the people who, you know, maybe don't want to watch the video or listen to the audio and just want to skim through and, you know, get the gold from, you know, just reading it quickly. Um, and because I was a transcriptionist, I really care about how it looks. And so I was doing it myself and I was struggling with, um, I have some chronic pain issues, um, some chronic back in, I've had some car accidents in the past. Um, not my fault, you know what I mean? But like just, we've been T-boned a couple of times and just different things. And um, so every once in a while, I'll go through like a chronic period where 
I'm having to go to the chiropractor twice a week and, you know, go to massage therapy, not for fun, but for mm -hmm. like literal therapy because I can't function otherwise. And that gets expensive really fast. It does. And um, the last week and a half or so, I, I had struggled with headaches and things like that. And I usually am trying to always figure out, is it the caffeine? Like I'm trying to wean myself off of coffee. Um, is it the sugar that I consumed because it was the holiday or whatever like that? Or um, did I sleep wrong? Like there's there's probably 10 different reasons I get headaches and I can't always figure out why. Well, I gave myself a break from typing the transcripts and I do use a voice recognition software to help me get, you know, 90% of it. And then I spend, you know, a few hours cleaning it all up because it's not perfect. And um, I didn't do it. I'm a little behind. And I, I told someone the other day, I'm like, I just feel really good. And I can't even figure out why. And then I said, oh, I haven't been typing those transcripts. And I was, a, I was a trained transcriptionist. And I, you know, I have an ergonomic setup. Um, and I know a lot of the correct things and, you know, tools and things to make it easier and faster and everything. But it was, you know, a time suck and trying to manage the kids in their school and trying to keep up with this. And then the stress of not being caught up, I think, was catching up with me, too. And I talked with a friend and she um, she's going to help me out. She has um, a job that has some downtime. And while well, she's just waiting for things to come in and, and um, come through the down the pipe, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And dur during that time, she has the flexibility of, you know, doing something else. And so she's going to help me out. And I'm like relieved on so many levels because I'm like, not only am I going to probably be able to save the money um, that I've been spending on my chiropractor just to pay her, but it's also the time. Yeah. The time that I was spending on that. So. Well, let I me actually, ask you this. Go ahead. How, my, the thing that I, this could, this is just the anxiety talking in me because what anxiety is a control thing, right? I have been just so scared to like release that control to someone else. Like, yeah. How do you <laughs> do <a> that? <laughs> So I hired, um, I have a virtual assistant that has been with me since June. And it's one of those things It's like, like we were talking before we started recording, it's hard to know when is the right time. Like I probably hired my virtual assistant on the early end, like before this business is make, I haven't released any products yet. Like there's not money right now. Like I actually have a bunch of things in the works, but right now this is just a free service, but I'm paying for this virtual assistant and I love him and I don't want to lose him and he's doing um, my video editing and helping me with social media and all these things but um, the place I hired him through is it's called Outsource Doers and um, this lady Grace Lever she has um, started a business in the Philippines and so um, it's cool there Bravo City doesn't get very many of the natural disasters like you'll see like all these typhoons and hurricanes coming through and they seem to get like the lesser end of the of the very worst storms um, and there it's a big university town and so there's a lot of just really qualified people there and um, I hired I hired my my assistant through this company and they trained them for I want to say a month and they make them like learn 150 different tasks and they have them sit all these different exams and then in the end if you pass the exams you can be hired if not you're let go and during that four month or four weeks while they're training those people they're actually taking some time in training us as well they call us the founders and yeah. it just means like it's basically teaching us how to pass off a task and I haven't done it well every time like it's supposed to you're supposed to say like this is what I need it done this is why I need it done to give them like the motivation of why it's important. And you know how, this is how long I expect it might take you. How long do you think it'll take? And um, you know, there's just like a little process of how you basically pass off work. And we use Basecamp um, with the to-do lists and some, and then they actually have like a team leader that gives them um, some accountability and extra training. And um, for instance, I got an email last night saying that I could have, my virtual assistant trained in LinkedIn mm -hmm. and they'll send them through like a seminar. And um, anyway, the, the control thing is a real thing. And I, I was just talking with my assistant last night, actually, I was, um, I was driving and I had my headset on and was just chatting with him as I was driving and was just saying, gosh, you know, we've really gone through the, um, I don't know, the, the process of me trying to re relinquish some things. Like there's some things that I've been very picky about. And when we first did these first couple episodes for my podcast, we were heavily editing, you know, all of the ums and uhs. 
and or like um, one of my early episodes, there was a very slight echo. I think the person I was interviewing, um, the headset might have been like leaking into the microphone from the ear piece to the mouthpiece. And so there's just a little bit of an echo of my voice coming through. And we were working really, really, really hard to clean it up. And then one day I was like, we don't have time for that. And we, I need to be able to just say, let's not worry so much yeah. about those like nitpicky things. Or I was getting, you know, pretty nitpicky, the poor guy. <laughs> um, and at some point, you know, he's like, hey, I got this, you know, don't worry. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll put it together and you can just give me the yay or nay. And sometimes I'll just have him even like draft like a social media post. And it's not really his job to do copywriting. Mm-hmm. Um, but his English is amazing. And so he can, he can draft it and I'll just be like, I'm going to make a couple of the tweaks and, you know, <laughs> um, or maybe I'll suggest some different hashtags or something like that and just give it the thumbs up and thumbs down and he'll just go ahead and take care of it. So it's definitely a process and I recommend just coming into it. Maybe, um, like maybe they won't do everything exactly, exactly the same way that you would. Um, but what really matters is your time more mm-hmm. important than it looking like I like commas. <laughs> yeah. And so I usually add in more commas than most people do. Um, when I hired my friend um, the other day to help out with recording or transcribing the transcript, she was trained by the same company that I was. And so I know that she'll put the commas in the same places that I will. <laughs> so um, I think with anything, when you hire someone, it's it's important to make sure that there's going to be a good personality fit. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that's one of the things that they had us do in our founders training uh, for this outsourced uh, company that we I'm using, they actually had me go through a personality test and like, um, I'll see if I can find the name of it. Uh, it was 16. Well, I'm totally going to look up this outsource doers. Like oh, I, can, I, can, <laughs> I can hook you up. They actually very recently started expanding the company a little bit more rapidly and um, they, they really trained them well. Um, of course, there's going to be like a, you know, a fit and they, mm-hmm. They do a really good like matching thing where they they matched me very well. Like they knew that it was important to me that the person that I had on my team is good with video editing and like photography. Those are important things to me. I was a photographer in a past life. And um, that was going to be something I would need help with as far as like I I like taking the pictures, but I don't like editing them Mm -hmm. or the social media stuff like um, and then also just the English because I teach English, um, that's something that is important to me and it's helpful. Um, the guy that I've, I have on my team, he um, his English is really good. So, um, And that's not always the case, but some people mm-hmm. have different skills. And like I said, that's not their job to do the copywriting. So, um, But he has been able to help me with some of like the basic editing or even making suggestions. And um, sometimes I'm like, thank you, thank you. That was a great suggestion. Sometimes I'd be like, hmm. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to go with my original plan. Yeah. So um, I think it's just a balance of finding like the that fit. And yeah, my assistant's going to listen to this entire <laughs> podcast episode. He's going to hear me talking about him. Um, but I love it. I mean, it's, it's really nice to have some things that you can pass off. Um, sometimes I will be working alongside him and getting stuff done. Sometimes we'll do a Zoom um, every day. And, like, work through some things. And, like, I'll be even watching his screen as he's doing some things. And I'll be like, yes or no. Like, when we were designing, like, the logo and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there'll be weeks that I won't talk to him at all for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And he'll just have, like, a checklist of things. Like, we talked about last night when we do these episodes. I had a checklist of about seven things that we usually do. As far as, like, the video and the, you know, um, the transcript. And then also, like, uploading it into the the RSS feed for the podcast and also the YouTube and then getting the transcript into YouTube to be like my um, subtitles. And then, you know, there's the social media art and then there's the social media posts. Mm -hmm. So there's, and then, so we added about five more items to each episode that, you know, steps to do. And then it would be like emailing the person who, um, this is something that we fall, we fell behind in. When I record an episode with you, once we publish it, I should be sending you an email to say, hey, here's your link to the episode. And, you know, and we just fell behind in that along with the transcripts. And um, now that we're not spending as much time on the actual video editing, we will have more time to catch Mm -hmm. up on like, here's the link and here's the art that we're using. Um, You can share it as well if you want with your with your people. So um, I guess it's just a matter of kind of maybe give yourself a month or two to kind of fall into that rhythm with yeah. your hire. 
um, you know, to get to know each other. Actually, the company, the outsourced doers company, they shared my personality results with my assistant so that he would have a little bit of an idea of what he's working with. Um, and and it's, it is a relationship. And like um, this company that I, I use, um, they, I think you pay up front like a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then after that, it's no contract. So, like you can, you can just go month by month. And if it's not a good fit, they'll swap one out for you. If you need to, uh-huh. if you just say that's not going to work out, you know, for whatever reason, I need a different skill set. Maybe um, they could bring someone else in. But you know, you lose some time. Like it took a month or two for us to establish our rapport mm-hmm. and kind of get something started. That's and true. I, I would hate to lose that relationship that you know we've built. So hanging on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. And I, and I, when you're saying some of these things, I'm like, dude, when I record my podcast, there's no editing at all. Uh-huh. I do not edit. Like randomly, there's been a couple when I'm like, the kids jump in or say uh-huh. something, you know, yeah. and I'm like, mm. but for me, my, what I've found is that it's better just to have it out there than be perfect, you right. know, with it. And so that's one of the things that I've found actually that a lot of people like, they'll tell me like, Oh, I found you on your podcast and I love it. And I'm like, that's awesome because I don't do, I just record it and mm-hmm. I have an intro clip and I just meld them together and yep. then boom, there that's it. And so mm-hmm. you're giving me all these ideas. I'm like, Oh, I, I should probably transcribe for people that, that are hearing impaired. I didn't think about that. You know, but it's so. a time commitment and it's a money mm-hmm. commitment because you can pay someone like at rev, but it's like a dollar or a dollar 25 a minute per audio thing. I use Otter, um, otter.ai, and I can put the links into the show notes. And we're talking about all these things. Might as well um, <laughs> put the links in too. But um, it gets some of the work done, but it doesn't get all of that work done. And it does, it's a commitment. So it's just, it mm-hmm. just depends on, you know, will you or your assistant have that time to add that extra feature? It is a feature. Um, we are definitely bringing the editing down a notch um, mm-hmm. as far as, well, one thing that I learned is that I say, um, uh, right. So, you know, and anyway, and all these different things so, so, so much. And having to transcribe my very own podcast definitely helped me become a little bit more aware of some of my patterns. Um, also, how I interrupt people or um, how much I nod my head and say, right, uh-huh, you know, while they're talking. Um, it helped me. I'm, I'm nodding my head right now. I'm going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watch myself on like super speed sometimes, like 2X, just to, um, you know, listen really quick and make sure that the transcript is accurate or something like that. And I can see myself like on the video, like nodding like I'm a little bird, you know, <laughs> bobbing my head. Um, but yeah, I think that just being authentic and natural sounding is more important than it being polished. Um, mm-hmm. If I was going to do like my three minute intro, I might worry more about sounding you know great or spending i might spend two days editing a three-minute clip if it was really really important but if it's going to be an hour-long podcast there's just not enough time i can't hire a team of eight people you know (laughs) to do every single aspect of my business right now so let's talk let's talk about stress and how it affects inflammation and how inflammation can be helped out by food Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, when it comes to stress, you're right, stress definitely is a precursor for inflammation. And so that's why I was saying like, having projects doing some things. So um, one of the things that I like I mentioned earlier is having a morning routine, because if I don't have that morning routine, my stress level is extremely high. And this is something the more I, you know, listen to like Tony Robbins or any of anyone else who is um, you know, great in their business. That's what they do as well. And I'm like, all right. And, and everyone's going to have a different morning routine for sure, you know, depending on what lights them up and what they're needing. Mm-hmm. But that's one of those things that I strongly believe that if you don't have a morning routine, and especially if we can get it outside, that's going to be the best thing because just 20 minutes a day of direct sunlight into your eyes. And if you can do it the first thing in the morning, um, can actually help reduce um, anxiety a little bit longer if you have depression. Uh, And so that direct sunlight is crucial. And what it'll do also is it sets you up for 16 hours later for your melatonin to be released to help you sleep better at night. And so if we sleep better and we have better restorative sleep, we have less inflammation enough and less stress the next day. So it's all definitely got like intertwined and interconnected mm-hmm. because like you've said, like that stress, it's just a, you know, there's, and the thing about stress is that there's three different kinds of stress. There's emotional stress, 
there's physical stress, and then there's chemical stress. So we can't forget about um, most people are aware of the emotional and the physical stress, Mm -hmm. but the chemical stress is something that many, many people are just, um, you know, like we, we look, I've seen a lot of like my clients are a lot of professionals, like we said, and they're going to, they're looking for, can I try something that's low fat, uh, low calorie, right? And when we eat all these processed foods, that's a chemical stress to our body. And Mm -hmm. the um, and the fat replacements and the sugar replacements. Yes, even just preservatives in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our cereals are, we have to be uh, aware of. There's something in it called THBQ, or you know, and that's something that's very you know carcinogenic. And so there's little things like that. Just being aware because part of what happens with us when we're stressed is that our cortisol level can um, be affected. And some people end up having like a flatline cortisol where they're actually so low. Sometimes it's a um, excessive, it usually goes extremely, extremely high, and then you kind of burn it all out. And then you like, go low. And a lot of people that have us you you know, if you have a cortisol issue, typically is because the um, we carry our fat in the abdominal, it's called visceral fat. So that's usually uh, a cortisol stress issue. Um, also, I see it frequently when you wake up around three or four in the morning. Uh, that's typically the cortisol, like, oh my gosh, I used up everything all throughout the day. I need to like pump these more cortisol, because cortisol is what naturally wakes us up in the morning. Okay. Um, we have a natural rise, but sometimes our bodies are a little bit too ahead of the game because we burnt through everything the day mm-hmm. before. So we get up, you know, that three or four. And then the, I also see the two to 4 p.m. crash mm-hmm. when that cortisol is all used up. Um, at, now you you're know, speaking. You're speaking to someone who has worked nights for 12 years, yes. and so my circadian <laughs> rhythm and everything is really jacked up, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to put it mildly. Just because you know, I've I've really messed around. Like it's almost like I have jet lag. I think I was talking to someone last night. I feel like I have jet lag almost like every day or every week mm-hmm. because of you know my my switches. And so you're mm-hmm. talking about nutrition, but you're also talking a lot about sleep. Yes, yes, yeah. Sleep and um, just in general, like when it comes to nutrition, our bodies, I want you to think about like our body like a car, right? And so if we're driving 70 miles um, down the highway, and we're trying to do a repair on the car, we're going to get burned, we're going to crash, it's just not going to work. And so Mm. there's so many factors that come into the, the actually our health. And so part of what we need to do as far as our nutrition goes, if we don't calm that car down, slow it down, cool it off, you're just going to have expensive poop. That that food <laughs> that you're eating is just going to go right through you. Right? Because what happens um, physiologically, when we are stressed, our cortisol, um, actually, it, our, our blood, excuse me, our blood gets shunted from our intestines. And that goes to our muscles because we're supposed to be a fight or flight, right? We're going to go fight that bear that's in front of us, or we're going to run away from it. Um, and so that blood flow for staying in a high state of stress, that blood flow is not um, in your digestive tract to actually help digest your food properly. And then a lot of people end up getting lots of bad bacteria taking over versus the beneficial bacteria. And it just kind of has this, it's called dysbiosis. Um, and that's the first step before that leaky gut and all this other, you know, issues that kind of arise. So right. Can't talk nutrition without talking about this mindset, your sleep, and everything because it's all interconnected. <laughs> right, and I think that um, I've probably gone through the whole gamut with some of these different issues. Maybe didn't always put a name on everything, but I definitely mm-hmm. find that I do better when I um, reduce the inflammation um, by sure. controlling my food, um, taking down actually coffee. I I'm currently drinking one third of a cup of coffee. I was up to about two cups a day, um, two like mugs, like probably more like four or five cups. Um, I'm, I'm literally measuring out my coffee because I know that my anxiety like kind of peaks his ugly head out, you know, when I'm drinking too much, uh, caffeine. Um, Mm -hmm. the first time that I ever had, uh, Oh, energy drink. It was either a Monster or a Red Bull. I don't know which one I tried. Um, the next day, I thought I had a UTI, and I felt, you know, very jittery, but I also felt really sick and, like, had all of those symptoms of, like, maybe what I would have if I had a UTI. I went in, they're like, nope, you don't have a UTI. And I realized it probably was that freaking energy drink I had. Um, yeah. And so it affects me in multiple, you know, bad ways. And mm-hmm. I've learned that my relationship with caffeine um, definitely 
is a big one. So my chiropractor the other day, he's like, you know, sometimes I notice that your adjustments aren't sticking. And sometimes I, I think that people that struggle with this might have like an adrenal imbalance or adrenal chronic something, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you really need to cool it on that caffeine. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm way down. You know, he's like, you might need to cut it out completely. And do you want to speak to that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually went through a few years ago where I cut out caffeine for three months completely. Mm-hmm. That was no chocolate, no tea, no nothing, yeah. you know, actually no coffee. Um, and then what I found is I replaced it with a turmeric latte. So now what I like to do is, um, I mean, I add maybe two to three ounces of coffee. Um, like I'd mentioned earlier, my husband's mm-hmm. Colombian. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. Is a coffee like guru, you know, like yeah. they love their coffee. Yep. Um, and so that's something that I, I like when he makes it, I'm like, oh, I love the smell of it. But I also realized, you know, my knee is my inflammation indicator. I had tore four ligaments when I was in high school and I'm bone on bone, you know, I have osteoarthritis wow. in it. Um, so if I don't drink my turmeric latte, my knee is like, okay, you have some inflammation going on. So wow. I had my So it's like your little canary. <laughs> it is. It is. It is definitely the canary in the, the mind. Um, and I end up um, using turmeric. I use cinnamon. And with turmeric, you need uh, some fat and some pepper to help of the absorption. Okay. Um, and then cinnamon, ginger, and then I use some medicinal mushrooms um, that have been shown to for actually they block the anti uh, the inflammation pathway. Um, so it's something called beta glucagon that are in the those mushrooms that actually block the, the inflammatory pathways. Um, and so I add those in, and Is it that's like a powder. My, it's a powder, yeah. And they also have them in capsules too, but I. Okay. I don't like pill burden. <laughs> I take okay. a lot of supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, if I can get something in food form, mm-hmm. um, I will totally do that first. I don't like mushrooms, but. Oh, you don't maybe, taste it. Yeah. You I was going to say it. if it's, if it's like a powder or a capsule, then that probably wouldn't be a big deal. And it's only a fourth a teaspoon. So it's a mm-hmm. minute, small amount. And it's just, yeah. And I have tons of clients too. Like, I don't like mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. I like, you, you're not going to taste this. It's, it, it's not, it's not a mushroom flavor. It's just right. a powder. Um, and it's such a small amount that it's just, it's not that big of a deal. But if we, if we have all this caffeine, like you said, you definitely are going to um, kind of shoot out those adrenals where they're just going to be working too hard. Um, not also, uh, not to mention also your, your digestive tract. So if we're more stressed, a lot of us get the ooeys, you know, like mm-hmm. we just have that like, oh my gosh, I, I get nervous. I have to go to the bathroom, right? Um, and so um, that can actually uh, disrupt your healthy gut flora because we have an ecosystem in our digestive tract. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that um, so we have to feed those healthy bacteria because we should have as an adults about three to five pounds of beneficial bacteria. Wow. So if we're not feeding them and keeping that environment proper, then the, our gut wall starts to suffer. Um, and a lot, a lot of um, processes, hormonal um imbalances can start to happen because we do a lot of our hormone um, cleaving and um, attachment within the the gut wall lining. And so if we have damage to that because of stress or because of the caffeine, you know, overuse causing, you know, you to have diarrhea or just wipe everything out, right? Um, We can definitely be setting us up for inflammation because we, and also more anxiety because we are in more stress because our, um, we have a nerve that actually attaches from the gut to our brain. We have a brain gut access. And so our gut hears what our mind is thinking. Oh wow! And it's just crazy that if we're constantly worried about this or too stressed out, we're going to have, like you said, more inflammation, more, more pain, more, you know, you have, um, chances of having um, mood swings, uh, anxiety, the weight gain, autoimmune disorders, and also all these, you know, cancer, I can just keep going on and on and on. Well, let me confess, when I feel (laughs) cruddy, like when my body doesn't feel great, guess what I do? I eat crappy food. I eat the junk. I go to the to the cheap chocolate even, you know, and, and I'm sure it's just a cycle, because then it's just compounding. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a emotional. That's the emotional stress. So if you start to notice, like, oh, I'm going to that. That's an emotional. Like, I need to figure out why what's going on. And I'm a huge fan of chocolate. I I think all foods fit into a healthy mm-hmm. lifestyle. 
Um, the cool part is, is that once you start to introduce and it's like a, a step, it's, I tackle the mindset at the same time as I tackle the gut. Those are usually the first two things that we focus on. And then once you start to increase these, these foods and, um, you know, I have like my client on Monday, she was like, I crave vegetables now. I don't crave my, my, um, she's like, I was eating ice cream so much. I crave vegetables now. And wow. this is just like, and yeah, so she went on a trip this weekend. Um, she came back and she was like, I didn't feel like, like, SHIT, you know, she didn't feel horrible mm -hmm. from, from this trip. And she normally would have. And mm -hmm. just because I had these tools in place, she's like, I still wasn't 100% like I was at home. So I still feel off. But I, I still fit my rings on her. You know, it was her right. first after two mm -hmm. weeks. She was like, oh, my rings fit my fingers again. I, my rings fit my fingers again, wow. right? Just two weeks of working with me. And little, those little things are just, you know, make a big difference to someone who's not feeling feeling that well. So mm -hmm. it really it really does. Once your gut um, it goes from that bad bacteria to that healthy bacteria, and we, we kind of flop those around, you don't have those cravings as often as you right. do with the bad bacteria. You can kind of change your taste buds. I know like right. when I've done, uh, I said wike, when <laughs> I've done uh, like a detox, you know, and got off the caffeine, like you said, for three months, I, I might have even been off of it longer and I was working night shift. And right. it doesn't seem like you normally can go off of caffeine when you work nights, but actually it helped regulate my energy level mm -hmm. quite a bit. And it was good. Um, I felt I didn't have the super highs and lows of that fatigue and then the jittery. And then I just felt more even. Um, mm -hmm. And then you bring down the sugar. And I think I went off of sugar for several months, too. I lost 50 pounds that year. Wow. I gained it all back. Um, this this is a mm -hmm. few years ago. <laughs> but um, and and I'm I, guessing that you were very restrictive with what you were doing back then, right? I It was it was. I didn't really love the diet that I was doing, but it, I did like how I felt. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of a trade-off. Sometimes you trade the the satisfaction of eating the foods that, you know, are <laughs> delicious versus just feeling great. Um, well, that, and I, I'm going to stop you right there <laughs> because it doesn't have to be that way. And right. that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing that so many of us are just like not say brainwash, but we almost are like, right? Like you have to cut calories. You have to do a detox. You have to try this diet. This is the only one to, to work. In reality, most of what we're doing is we're taking foods away. We're taking, we're eliminating right. a, an entire food group or we're doing all mm -hmm. of this. What I found is if we start to focus on adding in foods, I like mm -hmm. to say like crowd out the bad with the good. Keep like doing that. what you're doing and just enhance it. Right. I, I find ways to add in, you know, color into your meals. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you'll crowd out that bad stuff and you don't want to have it. So you're just slowly weaning out the bad and you still have, you know, I like to follow like an 80, 80, 90% rule, like 80, 20, you know, 80% mm -hmm. of the time you're doing, you know, good with your food, but then 20% of the time you need soul food. Right. Food that like hits home <laughs> that like, you know, reminds you of like mom or, you mm. know, something, whatever it is, is that you have to have that wiggle room and that balance of all of that. And I'm not saying a cheat day. I'm saying yeah. incorporate that into your normal day. Like if you ate pizza one night, okay, next day we're, we're just going to eat, you know, the way that makes you feel better. And if you right. want to have tacos, we can make it in a way where it's going to be healthy and helpful for you. So I've learned a few things along the way. Um, I had a coach for a little while who, um, she was helping me just be a little bit more aware. Like when mm -hmm. I ate that ice cream, oh, the next morning you have a headache, hmm, you know, yeah. or you felt really stiff. What did you eat last night that might have affected how you felt the next day? Right. And I had never made those correlations. And so now, like when I'm thinking, should I have a glass of wine? I have to think, do I want to feel like crud in the morning? You know, is it going to be worth it? And sometimes it is worth it. Sometimes it's not. Um, another thing is I, like your uh, client said, I... I've discovered that some vegetables can taste delicious mm -hmm. when, uh, like, for instance, um, roasted, If when I was on my sugar fast for a few months, roasted Brussels sprouts, and I never thought that Brussels sprouts, like, as a kid, like, they just sounded like the most disgusting thing. And I'm telling people, I'm like, they can taste like candy. If you roast them, you know, and they kind of start to caramelize a little bit, mm -hmm. oh, my goodness, it's like popping, you know, candy into my mouth okay. it's amazing um with some roasted uh, my mother-in-law makes a really good it's just um i think it's carrots and um 
some like maybe baby potato. It's just a, it's a little mix of some vegetables and but the Brussels sprouts are like the the candy in there. Yeah. It's so good. So yeah, it's like all of a sudden your taste buds can change over time, mm-hmm. and I like that. It is. It's so cool. It is so cool. I love but food. There's definitely <laughs> like the sugar withdrawal. I think um, you know it takes a little time to like retrain yourself again. Uh, Nicole, if someone wanted to work with you, what would they find? What what would you what what kind of services do you offer? That's that's great. Um, yeah, I actually have a couple self-paced courses. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them actually currently is on a flash sale till Friday, so only a couple more days till the twentieth. Um, but I have a healthy thyroid program, and then I have a mind your gut program, and they're four weeks um, each, and it's all like it's everything that you need to know <laughs> to to heal and improve your thyroid or your gut health. Um, and I walk you step by step, just like I would if you are a one on one client um, with me. And I do it a little bit different with my one on one clients. So um, I have like a one hour session, I have one month packages, two month packages. And um, I typically recommend mostly, especially if you have like, uh, multiple health issues or you feel like you're a little bit more complex, a month is really ideal. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we have an hour um, initial session. And on that session, I say, like, from the time you wake up in the morning, from the time you go to sleep, let's go through your day, let's go through your pooping, your habits, your, you know, sleep routine, every little thing. And we kind of go through um, and just kind of see the big picture of what's really going on. And then I send after that hour, I send a nutrition recap um, email, which is like a, my brain dump. Um, and it's basically like your healthiest day. Like if, if in a perfect world, this is what you would be doing. Um, and I break it into that morning routine, the day routine, and then the evening routine. And then I even break it down even further with food. And then I break it um, down into habits um, within those sections. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of the email, I say for your like for thyroid, um, because just because that's what I specialize in thyroid and and, and gut health. If um, these are the the foods, and these are the tools, supplements that are helpful for thyroid, so that way you can see how all of these things that are helpful um, can be spread throughout your day and it not be overwhelming. Um, I'll provide meal plans, sometimes, you know, anti-anxiety guides, whatever it is that they're needing. Um, I've made tons of handouts and tons of things over the years um, to really help my clients. Um, and then, like I kind of mentioned before, I, I don't like to leave them high and dry because I'm a health warrior myself. And I remember how lost and confused I felt when I started off my journey. And so I provide them, you know, with a 30 minute uh, follow up the following week so we can tweak things and really kind of hone in what worked for you, what didn't. Let's let's talk about a few things. Um, and then I give them like a week of implementation, kind of like spread their wings. Let's see how you do on your own, but you can Mm -hmm. still email me in between. You can still um, contact me so that way we can um, make sure that um, you're, you're getting the guidance that you're needing. And then on week four, we make sure that, okay, how are you feeling with this? Some people need to go another month. Some people are like, I got this. Like you set me up for like success and I know my routes to go um, from, from here on out. And so it's just really, like I said, I customized everything for them because we're all we're all different. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a very holistic approach. Correct. Not Correct. just food and supplements or something no. like that. Yes. Yes. Um, do you do you incorporate supplements as part of your routine? Is do people have to buy a certain like package or um, no. program to do that? No. With you? No. I um I have some supplements that I am associated with. But it doesn't mean that everyone needs those supplements, right? And so mm-hmm. I, like I said, I customize everything based on what they're needing. So I just send recommendations like, hey, I've used this one before with a couple clients, you might like this. Um, and they're just little, little things could be make a difference. So one supplement can have, you know, five different things on it. But then the other supplement only has four of out of those five. And they're almost the same, but I wouldn't give them to the same person, right? So they're okay. just, you have to be really careful. So I, um, I am also trained in medical nutritional therapy, meaning that I can interpret labs and, um, you know, read them and base, you know, my guidance on that. So mm-hmm. I do sometimes also, you know, talk with, um, there's a lot of dietitians and health professionals that are like, I have this at home thing that you can buy this package and do all these labs with me. But I'm like, 
I'm not that dietitian. I'm a let me talk with your doctor and let's order these labs because this is a team approach. Okay. Um, that we all need to be included into this. So I communicate with physicians and everyone to make sure that um, where everyone's on the same page and they understand. Sometimes I send them my notes depending on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's someone recently, there was a self-harm um, comment. And so that was sent to someone else, you know? So I just make sure that I um, have the person's best interest at heart, no matter what's going on. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to, I hate it when people try to gouge me. So I'm not that person. <laughs> can you just, um, for everyone, for me too, can you kind mm-hmm. of tell me what the difference is between a nutritionist versus a dietitian versus a registered dietitian? Is Correct. There, yeah. Is it yeah. two so, or three different levels there? Yeah. A dietitian and registered dietitian um, are almost the same. The dietitian has been um, gone through and at least had a bachelor's of um in a degree in nutritional science um, or food and um, science or whatever they want to title it per college. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the difference between a dietitian and a registered dietitian is um, I had to also go through a um, internship. It was a year long internship past a nat- I had to pass a national registration exam. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to keep up um, yearly well, every five years. And it's also within yearly and all this continuing education. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of my my background and training. Um, a nutritionist, um, however, can be someone who um, takes an online course. Uh, a nutritionist can be that person who has a, a bachelor's degree, um, but has never practiced. Um, so nutritionists can actually mean anything. Okay, <laughs> And it. so it's very like some health coaches will call themselves a nutritionist. And I have had a good handful of clients come to me from those just with them not knowing what they're doing. And they just really screw them up. You know, I'm like, Ooh, that shouldn't have happened. Ooh, this is a medicine, like, like drug interaction, like you shouldn't have taken this, you know, like all these little things that if you're not trained on it, you can actually do a lot of harm in someone. um, Then than, than good. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a, um, it's a murky waters basically that we're, we're walking in with, um, a lot of this online space, I guess I should say in the nutrition world. Right. And then working from home, we have access to our kitchen, which can be good or it can be bad. Yes. Do you work with many people who work from home or are they usually kind of a mix? Yeah, it's it's definitely a mix, especially right now with with this Mm. pandemic, you know, it's some um, I do see a lot of health professionals as as my clients, um, you know, they're still working in the hospitals, a lot of them Mm -hmm. um, are or in their clinics. Um, There are still a handful, though, that are at at home um, and and working. So it just depends. Um, I mean, there's a challenge either way, you know, a lot of them are um, skipping meals when they're when they're um, not working, you know, yep. from home, or even the ones working from home, they tend to be like, "Oh, I forgot to eat." Um, oh yeah, ooh, I to eat. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You can be so focused sometimes, or so distracted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way, it can make you forget to eat sometimes. Yes, or like you, like you know, like with us, we're teachers, we're business women, we're taking care of the house, we're doing all of these things, and so the time just kind of comes where you're like, "Oh no, I haven't done anything. I haven't eaten like mm-hmm. that." So yeah, it's. Um, no matter if you're at home or working away, preparing, have an idea. Um, like you said, like the roasted, like Brussels sprouts, like I am a big, huge, huge fan of put everything on a sheet pan mm-hmm. and put it in the oven. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> put it That's in the true. oven, you know, yep. walk away, get what done you need to get done and come back to it. I don't right. like the standing over the stove, taking all this time. Like I enjoy that when I have time, but most days I don't have time for that. My husband uh, is the one who really enjoys the process of cooking. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the process of eating. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so when I cook, it's usually more functional or I'll Mm -hmm. do things in bigger batches. And so we can like freeze some, which just means that another day I don't have to cook, but it's still a wholesome meal. Uh, He enjoys like he's more likely to be tinkering in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and trying new recipes. And uh, as a family, we like to watch Alton Brown. Um, it's funny because we actually just um, purchased another season of he, he's got his Good Eats Reloaded. And even our five-year-old enjoys watching um, these cooking shows. And obviously, you know, sometimes they have healthy food and sometimes not so much. But I just like it that my children are learning about 
being in the kitchen and that it can be fun and it can be, yes. you know, educational and, um, you know, they're learning math and science and chemistry oh, and everything. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah, uh, my kids are excelling in math and I, I definitely attribute that to, um, being in the kitchen since they were, you know, mm-hmm. able to hold a spoon Fraction. and also as far as like, you know, you don't want to have like us have our own health journeys and then our kids are such picky eaters, right? Yeah. So getting them in the kitchen. And that's something I come across a lot of times too, is that battle mm-hmm. that, you know, dinner time battle. We have and, that. multiple meals, right? And I'm like, don't yeah. cook multiple meals. Um, you know, so that's, that's something as so helpful as just getting them in the kitchen, letting them get used to food. It's mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, it's scary because they don't know what it looks like. Right. Exposure, exposure, exposure. Yeah. Yeah. I have a child who's especially picky and, uh, has been vegetarian since she was about six and we're not. Uh, mm-hmm. so you're talking about the multiple meals. It's hard sometimes. Like when you have a, a, a kid, um, she she's always had a difficult time eating even when as an infant like as a newborn like there's just always been something going on with that a lip tie versus you know aversions versus mm-hmm. you know upset and she probably has um they say that, that she's one step away from celiac and so we've had to do some major household you know diet changes as far mm-hmm. as like you know what we have access to what we don't have access to um just to make that whole journey a little easier but oh my goodness like the whole you know separate meals thing is is a thing um and i think it has to do with personalities and parenting styles and mm-hmm. you know every family dynamic dy- dynamic sorry is going to be a little bit different um, absolutely yeah so if people want to find you where would they find you uh, nutritionsmylife.com. I, uh, hang out a lot on TikTok lately. I've yeah. been loving TikTok. That's been fun. Um, so I'm actually Nicole dietitian there. Um, okay. I am nutrition's my life on Instagram, nutrition's my life on Facebook. So you can kind of find me all over the place. Um, I'm trying to keep up with Pinterest and now I see that you're doing all your transcription and putting it into YouTube. I'm like, you want to add something else? <laughs> to <laughs> You don't have to have it all, but um, I I mean, I'm not, I'm not really present right now on a lot of the places you just mentioned. I'd like to, you know, work my way into that, but you have to know your limits too. Yeah. Well, I have my Facebook group that I mainly nurture and that's, Mm -hmm. that's it. It's the healthy habits uh, and healthy foods and healing habits. And that one has just been fun because I like to just do like free like challenges in there or mm-hmm. I'll just come in and do like a good 20 minute education, you know, training. And it's just a good like little hub where people can just, you know, have a comfort and know this is nutrition and, you know, lifestyle like guidance. Um, but Instagram used to be my favorite until TikTok came over and I'm like, oh, TikTok's so fun. <laughs> the new shiny object. Uh, is your Facebook group uh, available just to your clients or is it an open group for everyone? Um, anyone, yeah. a free group? Anyone. Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, if you have anything you want to share to kind of wrap things up, I, I usually ask this. Um, if there's something that you think that might be especially helpful for someone who's new to working mm-hmm. from home or got thrust into it unexpectedly, um, from your standpoint, as far as nutrition and work, I mean, we might have to have a part two of this because I have so many more questions. I just want to fire <laughs> at you right now. Um, but just to kind of wrap things up, what would you say would be like your number one for people who work from home and are trying to juggle the work-life food wellness, wholeness, um, picture. What would you do? I, I really messed that up. How would um, you? No, I, I, I get what you're asking for, <laughs> yeah. um, for sure. I mean, cause there's so many things, right. I could say something like the tool, like I said about go site that that's been, things been huge. I could say the morning routine that's huge. But if we're talking specifically just food to help out, honestly, is like you said, make too much. I make too much is always having some sort of an easy go-to something. So mm-hmm. I'll a lot of times just do like like a boil pot of rice or quinoa or some sort of, of yeah. grain. Um, and then I'll roast all my veggies and or a, a protein. If I'm having a protein, a lot of times we don't do, we'll just do beans. And I'll just make like a Pinterest calls them Buddha bowls. I call them, you know, veggie bowls or rice bowls, whatever you want to call them, quinoa bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just toss things on, add an avocado, drizzle a little bit of something, cilantro, done, eat it, you know, out the door. So just having those go-to recipes that you know that are easy, that are going to fill you up. And then also um, 
last. <laughs> It'll right. last. Yeah. I, I definitely find that I make the best choices if I already have something ready to go that I know is a, a healthy choice. Mm -hmm. And when I don't have something ready to go, that's when I'm most likely to eyeball the convenience food or be mm -hmm. tempted to order a pizza or something like that. Or just, yeah, I see, I hear a lot of people just like, or I'll just like skip. You know, I don't know what yeah, to eat that too. <laughs> and I just keep going or I'll have, mm -hmm. you know, a soda or something and just go and I'm like, all right, feed something. And that's, if that's you, y'all, that's my, another tip, grab a handful of nuts, grab mm -hmm. some berries or a banana or an apple, pair that, those nuts, those nuts are going to be stress reducing. Mm -hmm. That fruit is going to give you a little bit of fuel and just at least do that versus skipping a meal. Right. <laughs> If you're not going to do eat a full meal, at least feed your body a little bit of something. So that way, you know, you can't, you don't put gas in the car, you don't go. So I don't want you to burn out by the end of the day or by the end of the week and not be able to focus in your, on your business. Like I said, I feel like I could probably just go another hour with you. <laughs> and I, I think that we're going to have to continue this conversation. Um, now, for those of us, uh, for those of our listeners who might be watching uh, the YouTube I can't actually see Nicole right now. I'm not sure if the video feed will come through. For some reason, we had a little bit of a glitch, um, but she can see herself. So I'm not sure if we'll have video. But Nicole, um, I enjoyed watching your little intro video on your website. And again, what was your website one more time? Yes, it's nutritionsmylife.com. And that's a really great way to access everything I think that you do. Correct. Find your uh, your sessions and your, your freebies and things like that. So yes, my podcast, my blog, everything's on there. It's all hosted there. So well, yep. thank you so much. I, I think we're going to have to just resume yep. this conversation <laughs> in the near future. Thank you so much, Nicole, for coming. This is April with Malone with Yes, I Work From Home. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.